You're watching your commercial and hearing that about all these t-shirts that the workers are wearing and having a born and raised meal right. is just a, 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 a grand example of how fucking powerful the culture is. That's just, it's just, it's, it's, that's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. I will say this, that when it, when it came to me, I was skeptical Yeah. because I was like, I don't know, is this, you know, are we, are we diluting? Is it selling? Whatever the fuck it may be. But, yeah, 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 yeah. but once we started yeah. getting into it with the people over there, shout out to Sean, um, and the way that he interacted with us and the, and the way we had our conversation with them internally, like they were super cool. Yeah. They kind of let us do our thing. And the way it worked out with them internally was a reflection of how, how it was presented externally. And everyone loved it. People were hating me like cool guys, like, oh man, what this is, you know, like people who yeah. are just kind of, re- you know, reserve the right to tell you they like things. Yeah, yeah. They People really like it. They had, you know, people people responded. <laughs> Look at the sodium warning on the combo. It's a high sodium combo. Yeah, I mean, uh, it went really well. It was great. And I got to make that, I got to make a born and raised version of a fast food commercial, yeah. which was fun. Yeah. Dead City Punks were in there. Um, Fabian, Alloy. Uh, I'm forgetting a bunch of people. JJ, Big Ed. Um, a lot of people came through, pulled up. Everyone showed out. Yeah. Uh, it was it was wonderful. People really supported us doing it, and it was a lot of fun, and it was a hell of a project. So, anyways, we see more of this in your future, then. Yeah, I mean, who knows what's yeah, next? Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe we get on the Arby's, uh, get on that, on that, uh, you know, on that beef. We want to get, we want to jump yeah. in on the beef while it's hot. Yeah, right? I, well, I'm waiting to see McDonald's, or actually, maybe McDonald's just gets you to, you know, respond. If McDon- listen, listen, if McDonald's had, and they're not going to do this. Yeah. But if they had someone smarter than their marketing team, yeah. they would they would be they would bring in Drake, mm-hmm. be like or Kanye, and they bring in Kanye because they yeah. already got an old beef. Yeah, they yeah, bring yeah. in Kanye and fire back. Yeah, and they beef they they. I mean, they, this is the world that we live in. Well, now. you know, Pusha T is is Kanye's guy though. Well, oh yeah, no, it's Drake. Yeah, it's Drake. Yeah, Drake, Drake, Drake. Yeah. Drake, Drake is Kanye's guy now. But Drake and Pusha T had the beef. Yeah, they had a beef. They had, they had a beef. beef. Yeah. Not, Sorry, I, I, well, sense. I think they still kind of have a. I don't think Pusha is like just because Kanye's boys would. No, I don't think Pusha let it go. He explicitly complained. I mean, uh, explained that that's not like that. Interestingly enough, Pusha T wrote that da 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 da. I read that jingle for McDonald's. The, the so, beef I mean. is is is. It's a long-standing beef. Yeah, well, it's been I mean, simmering. They just got him. His brother got paid a, a certain fee. I think Justin Timberlake recorded it he got like six million dollars and they got maybe like five hundred thousand something like that because peanuts crazy right? classic you know how much money crazy. they made on that shit yeah on that simple gym jingle yeah. yeah so if if they come back over the top with drake i mean and this is actually this is the thing is that you know we're of a certain age where a you would have never imagined this happening yeah b it would have never been if anyone done this i don't know seven years ago even maybe yeah. six if anyone had interacted with these companies in this manner, it would have been like, I think it would have been just quiet. Like people would have not been not responded. Now the way shit is set up, it's like that's the world we live in. It's like there's a there's everything is intermingled. There's corporate to to art. It's all fucking yeah. It's all it's just it's all merging. It's there all merging. No, yeah, there is no certain lane anymore. Right. You, know? you it's like you can't. There is no concept of. I I don't know. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to use these. <laughs> It's He's funny, vernacular, when I, but you can't sell out. When I was a kid, uh, my mom used to always, when I used to like jump from stuff to stuff, you know, uh, I'm playing baseball, I'm playing basketball, uh, I'm drawing, I'm a gardener. She used to be like, oh, Jamaican woman, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. And she used to rub that in my face all the time. Yeah. And then 
I don't know, maybe a couple months ago, you know, I heard somebody in a commercial, I don't know, and they're like, yeah, you've heard the term jack of all trades, master of none, but that's not the end of it. It's jack of all trades, master of none, uh, master of none, but a master of one is better than a master. I don't know, man, some stuff like that. But it was basically saying that you should be a jack of all trades. Yes. You know, what's the jack of all trades, master of none? That is, that is, the, that is the phrase. Yeah, yeah, which is yeah. A, it's a whole phrase. And I was like, yo. And that's stuck in my head my whole life too. Yeah, yeah. And now you're saying it. Everyone's diversifying. Everyone's doing this and doing but that. This is the thing. If you can do one thing, like if you can, and I tell people this who are like scattered, because yeah. like you have to, you you have to focus on one thing at one point yeah. for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah, so you have yeah. to say, okay, I'm going to give my life to this thing, and and hell or high water is going to go. So if it's yeah. five years, ten years, twenty years, I got to make this thing pop. Once you make one thing go, then yeah. you can do all the other shit. That's a fact, right? So That's like you fact. notice, that like people, if people achieve, uh, you know, this happens to actors, for example. Yeah. If you get to a certain level of acting, you also sudden if whatever the fuck it is, you want to be a DJ, you want to have a rock band, yeah. you want to you want to miss whatever the fuck you do. Yeah. Whatever you've always wanted to do becomes a reality. And you start doing it. That's um, a fact. I used to work for a uh, babyface. And you did? Yeah. No shit. And we were eating one day at Umami Burger. And uh, you know, um uh, I was at the time I wasn't booking any jobs, no commercials, no nothing, struggling. And I was like, yo, I was like, Kenny, man, did you know you ever have a a, a B plan? And he was eating his hamburger. And in mid bite, he stopped and you know, turned his head and was standing at me like I was crazy. And he was like, Ain't no B plan. Yeah. He's like, either I was gonna make music and write yeah. or I was gonna die. Right. You know what I mean? And he was like, that's just what it is. Once you say this is what you're going to do, you do it. You know, I think uh, I agree that, you know, you just focus on one thing and no matter what, no matter what slings and arrows hit you, you just keep going. That's why I stopped. When I was a kid, I started making music yeah. as a little kid. Yeah. And I got scared. I was like, I, I, I kind of looked at it. I was like, wait a minute. Like, the odds are so slim that I'm going to make it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I and and I and I chickened out, and I was like, I don't, I'm not willing to put all my cards on the table. Yeah, I'm not willing to go all in on this because I feel like I I didn't believe in myself enough. Yeah. If I believed in myself, if I had believed in myself more, I probably could have been like, I bet you I could have had a uh, a, a a halfway decent independent rap career. Yeah. Locally. Yeah. yeah. And I would have fucked around and maybe done something else later, but yeah. But I didn't believe. You regret it now. No, yeah. I don't regret shit. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. really. It's just in the past. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really regret things, but I do look at shit and go, damn. Like I do, I will get jealous of people's lifestyles, or like I get jealous of people's professions. Yeah, you know, like certain people who can. I think, I think, uh, I mean, look, grass is always greener. It always looks better. Yeah, whatever the fuck someone else is doing always looks better. But I've always said this too. I mean, I think that there's a couple, there's a couple professions that I feel like are pretty unbeatable mm. professional surfer being one yeah i think if your job if you love surfing and your job is being paid to surf and you travel around the world yeah. and you throw you get a pair of board shorts yeah and maybe you're bored if you you know and then that's pretty much it and you yeah. just go and you hang out and you eat fucking guava and surf you know okay. and like i think that's an ill job especially yeah. if you're getting paid a lot mm. um even if you're not getting paid i think that's a good job i think being a musician is probably a pretty sick job but it's probably a lot of pressure to stay up you know at a certain level i think being a fine artist I think could be sick if you're just like, you know, because if you're a fine artist, you're basically you're either painting all day or you have people painting for you, yeah. And you're just telling them, "Pay me a dog, and I'll come in and do a little squibble, squib, squiggle, and I'll back Sign off." And, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come over here and put my name on this one. And, yeah. Okay. So what about what you do right now? You don't think that's a dope job? No. <laughs> that's some truth for your ass right there. No. Boy. <laughs> I think I think the apparel business. Yeah. Is a is a really brutal. 
a grinding business. Yeah. I think that I love the, I love culturally what I do. I love the making the media, like making the films. I love that part. Yeah. Actually being on set and making a film is the best part of my business, of my job. But all the shit that it takes to get to set and all the stuff that it takes after to get the film made is like pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and then, and then if you take that away from, if you took the media out of the out of this comp out of Born and Raised, if you took the collateral out, I wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be there because yeah, like, yeah. I'm the art director too. Yeah. But designing designing under a deadline is fucked up because yeah. there's no room to like, because if you're if you're a creative, you're a designer. It's like you. You want to be able to like chill out and experiment and fuck around and put on some music and and, and be loose and like try things. That's but where we, inspiration comes from. Inspiration. Yeah, yeah. But if you're on a deadline, it's like okay, we have a week and a half to finish these designs. It's just like fuck. All right, I gotta do it. Like you gotta chip. You know, it's like such is life, though, right? I mean, you end up. Uh, <coughs> I think when I was a kid, I wanted to be a workaholic, and I fucked up and became one. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's that's fucking that's deep ass insight. So with that being said, now that you're directing, right? This dope yeah. ass Taco Bell commercial. Thank you. And you're just you know flowing into that. Would you leave the apparel business behind, or would you do both? I would definitely, I would definitely leave it in the capacity that I'm involved in now. Yeah. Like when I make a film, which I'll do at some point, I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna be gone for six weeks, yeah, right? I'm yeah. just because I can't do both for yeah. that period of time. Afterwards, yeah, I could come back and, and manage and do things, but I can't be I can't be as hands on as I am. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm learning to to let go more and more, and like I'm actually actively looking for an art director mm -hmm. to actually design, and like I stick take another step back. <laughs> but it's a process, and like running a company, um. It's a, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a village operation and it is a lot of work. It's a lot of meetings. It's a lot of talking about shit that like, you know, like I try to tell them like, can you guys just keep me out as, as many meetings as possible? Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, cause every time I, cause I got, let's say I'm like working on the iPad and I'm drawing some shit, right. Or mm. I'm writing for a treatment or something that we're doing. Then I go to a meeting and I, and I, and I have to start talking about margins and fucking calendars. Yeah. And my brain just like. It just it just clicks off from that site from that thing, yeah. and sometimes it's like I can't fuck the flow up. I know that sounds airy fairy, but like it's true. No, nah, I don't think I don't think it does. I think that you know um, we we've uh, grown up in this antiquated system that tells us that you need to bust your ass, become a workaholic. Shit ain't supposed to be fun. It's the grind or whatever. And to some capacity, I think you do go through shit like that. But I mean, I'm looking for the fun and everything, man. If I'm not laughing yeah. and enjoying the fuck out of it, I tend to like sabotage it and blow it up because I, I want it to be fun because life's too short for it not to be fun you know, I, know I want it I'm, to be fun yeah and yep. i mean to get to the le maybe you bust your ass to get to the level where now this shit is fun i don't don't call me no meetings yeah y'all do this boring shit i'm gonna go doodle on a wall you know i would like to that's the dream but the reality is every everything i've started every kind of company whatever it is i've done it's super fun in the beginning yeah when there's no Everything is new. You're trying to, it doesn't exist yet. You're doing whatever you can. You pull, grab, uh, grab, beg, borrow, whatever. Do whatever you can to make yourself be seen. Yeah. And, uh, and it's all this creative energy because it's brand new. Mm -hmm. And then once you make it and you get the company established, then you're basically like you're clicked into the system and it's just calendars and deadlines and it's just like widgets. Yeah. This affects yeah. this. So I can't do this. I got to make money here. Bottom line, like everything becomes a business. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So like, 
And that's probably what burns out most artists is that eventually it all becomes a business. Yeah. And there's only, and I think there's only a, there's only certain, there's only, that fucking shit is loud, huh? I fucked up and I was like, why don't you wash mine while you're out there? I wasn't thinking. <laughs> so you probably to blame for this shit. I'm to blame for this noise. No, nah, dude, I, I, th I agree with you. I think that, you know, there's a level of seriousness that gets, you start off as a purist, you want to play make believe and do all these fun things. I think that's where, you know, a lot of actors, go through that that crazy transition. You start off wanting to play make-believe and dress up, and it goes from make-believe, dress up to your agent, your manager, negotiating a contract, being in this job, not being on this job, uh, not working, having to uh, conform to some extent, and all this shit comes in, and you're like, whoa, what the fuck is this? I just wanna, I just wanna fucking dress up and yeah. play make-believe. I just wanna be this motherfucking thing that I said I wanna be. I don't know, man. I don't know how you find that happy medium. I do believe it's out there. I do believe that you should be able to find some fun and still make some money, right? Because that, that's the idea. If you could just have fun and make money yeah, I think and not once do all you that get, shit. I feel like once you get your first kind of like chunk of cash, right, whatever that means to you, I think afterwards there's like, there's room to play. And I think you see people get like, you see people get off like, they, they sell a company, they make some money and you see them out yeah. there and they're fucking around for a few months. Two tone, what, what is that to you, bro? That's a, you just made me think of something. What is, a friend of mine, my ex-friend, he's not my friend no more, um, told me that he was working for this billionaire mm -hmm. and he said that the billionaire pulled him and a couple other dudes in the room that worked for him and was like, um, right now at this stage where you guys are at, you need to decide how much is enough. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, how much is enough? How much do you need to not have to chase any money anymore and go Ever have fun? Ever again? Yeah. And to, go have fun? Go have fun, enjoy your family. And then he stated some shit like, I'm a billionaire. I've had multiple marriages, you know, my relationship with my kids and my family isn't that good. People always want things from me. Yeah. And he gave an example of a friend of his that's worth like $3 million, guy with a financial advisor, doesn't live beyond his means, travels with his family. And he's saying he's the happiest dude he's ever met. Mm -hmm. So he's like, right now, all of you guys, whatever, I think three or four of them, decide how much is enough. And when you get to that number, whatever number it is that you choose, mm. right, you stop. And that's when you start really enjoying life and family and mm. go skip through the, you know, the daisy field and lay in, in, the, in snow and make a snowman, all this stuff. Every time I've run that by people, people that have money or that are up and coming, they all say the same thing. Like, if I get 10, I'm probably gonna want 20. If I get 20, I'm probably gonna want 30 or 40. But ironically enough, all the super rich people that I've met, I really haven't met a really super rich, happy, happy person. I'm sure they're out there, but I haven't really met one. You know, I mean, I feel like it depends. This is the this is the thing. If your thing is just making money, yeah. Let's say you're a business person, yeah. So your your art is fine is numbers, yeah. So that's that's your juice. <clears throat> that's how you get your accolades is the more money you make. So that's one type of person. For me, I'm a creative person, and I just want I want a certain amount of money so I'm comfortable, yeah. And I'm not have to worry about I'm not have to worry about like a mortgage or anything like that. Like yeah. there's a, whatever that number is. Let's yeah. say it's whatever. Let's say it's 15 million. I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot. But let's just say it's like, I have a house for a couple million. Mm -hmm. I have everything I need in that home that's paid off. <clears throat> I have like, maybe there's a house somewhere else outside of the city. Yeah. And then your money for kids, blah, 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 all that shit. Let's say you have that. But the thing is, I'm not going to stop doing stuff because let's say I, let's say I'm like, because I love being, I love doing creative things. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of work to get to them, like yeah. for me. But I like, you know, like I, I, what I want to, my ultimate goal is to end up. I have a, um, I have a, I have a drawing I did of, of basically like my dream compound. 
yeah. my house. Yeah. And my ultimate goal is like to end up in this house. And and one of the place one of the things in this on this piece of property is a barn. And in that barn would be, you know, um a studio mm-hmm. um <clears throat> where I could sculpt, paint, um, where I could exercise um and where i could if i wanted to film edit whatever the fuck just yeah. a creative studio space yeah. that was on the on the same you know and of course there's like a sauna and the ice bath and all that rehab shit mm-hmm. oxygen tanks fucking yeah. chambers all, cry- yeah. all yeah. that all that good shit like all that shit's factored in for sure yeah want, i want all that give yeah. me the fucking i give me the the the, the nads Give me the whatever the fuck the shit is. Yeah. I want to be. I want to freeze time at like you know when I'm 50, 54. Yeah. I want to just stay in that in that in that fucking casing yeah. in that hot dog skin. I want to stay there for the rest of my life, <laughs> right? I want to freeze yeah. it right there and be like, this is it. Yeah. I'm just gonna look like a Ninja Turtle from now on. <laughs> yeah. um, but but I think uh, yeah. But I think I'm always gonna want to do something creatively, whether it's writing or or drawing or painting or airbrushing. I'm always gonna want to do it, and I'm always gonna want to probably put it out into the world and have people receive it. And what that means is that yeah. it's got to get, someone's got to pay for it for it to be received. Unfortunately, that's how the world works. Yeah. You're, you know, you don't want to be recognized when you fucking die. You don't want to be the Confederate Confederacy of Dunces. What's his name? The guy that wrote Confederacy of Dunces. He killed himself. And now he's, you know, this is a genius in the after, you know, posthumously, they're like, he was a genius. Yeah. I don't want to be a guy who, I, I want to get my flowers while I'm here, yeah. you know, as we all do. As we and, all do. And, but that's all, and more and more, it just turns into like, especially in America, it just turns into what's the dollar like? How much did you how much did you sell that painting for? Yeah. How much did your movie make? Uh, how much? How many t-shirts did you sell? That's yeah. what. That's how you, p- yeah. things are commodified. I think you almost feel forced to 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 move with it because that's yeah, that's the unfortunate thing. You sound like a purist. I'm a purist too, man. I I believe in all that. Um, obviously, you got to make money, right? That's the crazy thing. I remember driving to Long Beach, doing Macbeth and driving to Long Beach and all my buddies were like, what the fuck are you driving to Long Beach for? An hour and 20 minute traffic at five o'clock and all that. And I was like, man, cause I actually love it. I complain while I'm on the freeway, but being at rehearsals and all that shit, it was just a, a, a high that I couldn't replace. You love acting. I love acting. Okay. And I would do it for free, you know? I, I try to focus on the purity of it as opposed to looking at my peers that make it or make a ridiculous amount of money and look at them like motherfucker. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Now consent is a hell of a word, Jason. You start with the C and you think about, oh, con. You're conning someone out of their ability to make up their mind. And then you send them a bill later. Conning and sending, consent, okay? Oh shit. (laughs) Okay. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. I am not a fan of greedy corporations. Okay. They want to take your money. Then they want to take your genetic information. Then they want to take, they want to mine your info. They want to mine your data and they want to create some sort of a, of a, of a, of a golem made of all your data and your debt and your genetic information, then they're gonna clone you and then they're gonna charge that motherfucker for a membership to a gym that he doesn't even go to or he or they, they wow. don't even go to. A golem. A golem. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. 
Like OnlyFans. Like OnlyFans. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. So you just tell Truebill to cancel it and they'll do that for you? You you turn this thing on, you link up your app, your, your, your apps to it, it goes through and it fine-tooth combs it with a magnifying glass. Like a little boozy with his, do you see a little boozy and had his son in a strip club with a magnifying glass? I saw that. I saw that. It caused quite a uh, quite a, uh, a a ripple in social media that day. Uh, yeah. Just think that True Bill is like little boozy with a magnifying glass, and the and all the bills are women's privates, and he's inspecting. <laughs> That's what he was doing, right? They were looking at because he was saying what, what, what what's the pro- the proper time to introduce him to that. That's crazy. I don't know what he was. I don't know why he had a magnifying glass in a strip club because I don't need a. I need a. I don't need a magnifying glass. But we definitely know why we need Truebill. We do know why we do yeah. know why we need Truebill. Yeah. Your Truebill yeah. concierge is there with you, and you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions, so you don't have to. Can we say what we just said in the middle of this ad read, Jason? What do you think? It's great. He loves it. Truebill has over two million users. Truebill has over two million users and helps save them over one hundred million. So if I do the math, every every. Every person who uses Truebill saves a million dollars. Am I wrong? No. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped to save them over 100 million. What is 2 into 100? That's 50. So every 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 user of Truebill saves $50 million. Collectively. By that math. Collectively. Yeah. As a collective. Yeah. I'm one of them. Like, yeah. you, you're, you, you oversubscribe, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a super oversubscriber. He's a super oversubscriber, yeah. like myself. So the thing is, we take we take the Truebill, we put it into O'Neill's phone, we go through all his applications, subscriptions, and ne- next thing you know, he's buying a new Tesla because of all the money he saved. Think about, if you're saving mm-hmm. $6,000 $6, bucks a month, that could be uh, one of those electric trucks. You know what I'm 100%. Saying? That could be, I don't know, it could be a lot of things. It could be a whole series of wonderful hats, or could you just feed sneakers, your sneaker addiction? Could feed your sneaker addiction. Go right addiction. into your fucking sneaker addiction. All because you canceled your Crunchyroll and OnlyFans. Exactly. You got to cancel the Crunchyroll and OnlyFans. That's yeah. a toss up. I don't know which one goes first. OnlyFans. <clears throat> OnlyFans got to go. Gotta like go. Matthew B., who says, In a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my direct TV bill. I saved $120 for the year on my Sirius XM bill, and I saved $840 a year on my car insurance insurance cumulatively that's seventy four thousand dollars that he saved per month don't fall for subscription scams don't fall for subscription scams i'm trying to ele- i'm trying to <clears throat> elocute elocute is that yeah, the word elocute yeah I'm trying to pronounce my, my words turn into mushy bags of yogurt <clears throat> don't fall for subscription scams Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash PTA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash PTA. It could save you thousands a year. Thousands. Let's do this. I'm going to do this as Christopher Walken. Don't fall. For, it could save you thousands a year. I don't know. That's a bad. I, don't know. I never said I could do it well. How do you practice? What do you do to practice? Act, like, what's the acting? Do you, there's, I mean, I mean, there's obviously drills. Obviously, right? for you know, for me, uh, I go. I do free theater. I'll do theater where, I, or I get or AE stipend, which is like hardly nothing. So you just do theater work uh, to enhance your craft because it's live, right? When you're on set, there's multiple takes. So if yeah. you're on set, you keep fucking up. They say cut. Director comes over. When you're on stage. Ain't no, ain't no cut. You just got to get it done right then and there. So that sharpens your tool immediately. Right. And you're performing in front of these people. So they're right in the audience. They're looking you in the face sometimes. You can feel That's, that energy. You can feel that energy. That's more nerve wracking. So if you can do theater, 
doing the television and film, I think, is, is just easier. You just have to bring your energy down. There's, just, there's no more projecting. But as far as how do you do it, man, um, I do monologues. I have this monologue on my Instagram called Negroes Doing Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. And I just do like classical shit. I'll, I'll rehearse it. It's memorize it, beat it up. Yeah, as I have a, this just a this weird uh, corner Instagram that I have, oh, like okay. four or maybe like, I don't know, sixty your followers, secret. maybe. Your yeah, burner. yeah. And I just go on there and I just post me performing. Man, I just do it over and over again. I'll find difficult work. Sometimes I'll do easy work. Sometimes yeah. I'll do contemporary stuff. Um, it's a myriad of things you can do, man. Just getting a fucking script and reading that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Back and forth with your boy. Yeah. You know. That's how you practice, you know, looking for different colors and beats as opposed right. to being one note. Mm. It's just a, it's just a muscle that you flex all the time and you do it in different ways. Right. You, you put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Right. Don't play the same person. I don't like that. I like to explore and do different things. Right. That's not to say if somebody pays me a couple million dollars to be me, I wouldn't fucking be me. Of course. I would do it. But most but, actors yeah. is, is, you know, most actors, you realize that they, it really is them. Like most actors, you can see who they are in all the characters, right? Yeah. It's, it's them yeah. being yeah. that character. Yeah. So it's like, you know, whatever the, De Niro is being this, you know, yeah. he can change. He can go from mafioso to dad. But, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but there, there are, I, I mean, I don't know if that's a definition. That's not a character. But there are a lot of actors who you, who you see and you can see they come through it so much that you're really kind of, they're really being paid to be themselves in that role. Yeah. I right? mean, I think that. You know, I use Meryl Streep and Viola Davis as the two fucking finest examples ever. Because right. to me, they are opposite sides of the same coin. Right. Obviously, Meryl Streep is just a god, this yeah. and god, whatever. She's just amazing when performing, but she becomes, when you watch her, she literally becomes another person, right? Right. Becomes another person. Viola Davis is an emotional storm. She's, uh, yeah. She doesn't become another person. She just is truthful in every fucking thing she does. Right. Like it's not a thing that comes out of her mouth that you don't fucking believe. Right. Which is just insane to me. She's you know, so I, I feel like there are two different methods of performance that's just at its apex, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it made me think of, uh, you ever seen how Jim Carrey can, because of the time he spent in front of the mirror, yeah. can literally change his face yeah. with, his, with just make his face turn into another face. Yeah. Like it make his muscles go, and all of a sudden he's just like, it looks like he put a mask on. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that's because that dude's spent you know, a hundred thousand hours in the mirror by himself, just going like, like contorting his face, <laughs> finding every single way he can manipulate. It. Yeah, man, that's a skill. But all those hours, man. A lot of hours. Yeah, a lot of hours. There's a lot of redundancy. Acting is, man. Actors, actors too, man. You got to be. I think everyone secretly wants to be an actor. Number one, yeah. I think everyone has this fantasy, especially here in America, that like one day they're going to be discovered for something. Yeah, yeah. someone's going to roll <laughs> up on them at like Trader Joe's and be like, you know what? I yeah, I have a movie where I need to have a a 19th century um, uh, farmer who's herding a, a flock of of yaks, and they're going to find Jason. You got that gonna, yak herding? They're like they're uh, like energy. They're gonna say, we <laughs> that need Jason? you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna be, who, me? And, but secretly, deep down inside, you've been waiting for this day, Yeah. right? Yeah. I think that everyone feels that way secretly. I, I feel like that. I feel like everyone has this like kind of secret dream of like being discovered in some way, but they don't wanna, but, that, but, then, the, but then you take away, you take that whole idea and then there's like 10% of the people who try to be discovered. Yeah. And then within that group, there's like 1% who are discovered. And then within that 1%, there's like, you know, a 10th of those people who actually make it, yeah. you know? It's so insane, it's insane, like, right? That's insane. 
fucking insane. The numbers are crazy. Numbers are crazy. And and it's so much of it is like, you know, it's 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 showing up right place, right time. Who did you know? How did you meet? What the fuck happened? It's luck. Yeah. And it's preparation for the lucky moment to be, you know. It's a and and it's it's a shit ton of rejection. Imagine being told no, 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 no. That's all you hear is no. That fucks up your head. Fucks your head for for most people at least, you know, because. So if they do get that one yes, yeah, I think they make sometimes in some cases they want to make everybody pay for saying the oh, no. Oh right, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like those crazy. assistants, those people who are someone's assistant treats them like shit, and then when they get when they rise to power, they treat their assistant treat, like shit. Yeah, yeah, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's an insane cycle. Yeah, I mean acting. Uh, I had a I had a this producer, uh, this buddy of mine at the at this production company was telling me that he's like, you should look into acting. And I'm like, why? What, why? He's like, well, so you can learn to, to direct actors better. And I've had people tell me like, why don't you, why don't you get in some of the things that you direct? And I'm yeah. like, I don't know where I would fit in any, like I don't ever see myself doing that stuff. That's weird, because I, I do. You just have a big infectious personality and energy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but that- I, can't, I can't always count on like there are days when I'm like I'm just not I'm not I'm not doing it today. Like I I can't function. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that's something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was, that's that's called acting. Huh? That's called acting. That's <laughs> Wait it. A minute, yeah. What? Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, listen. I I remember I I used to go to this cult church in um in Michigan State. It was a cult. It was crazy. Sidebar. But I remember the pastor saying that uh. He's like, if you want to know what you're supposed to do, a lot of people will will be telling you that you're good at that. Like, you just get you'll get all this information from random people. Say, hey, man, you ever thought about what's the cult church? Um, it was called Life Changes. This one, shout out to Life Changes. That was like a long time ago. I don't know what they do. Oh, now. is it one of those like self help kind of like? Uh, nah, bro. It was a, cur- a, a church on campus that um was just like you know it was just crazy cult. They wouldn't let people have sex. They Whoa. would like sit and sit in sit in on dates. What? But then they would do incestuous stuff while being hypocritical. It was crazy. What? One of my best friends who was like a an insane rapper and, and DJ. Like he used to back in Detroit, there was a this clique of dudes called the 31 Flavors. Okay. And that was like Eminem's proof, uh uh DJ Head, uh Paul, I can't remember his name, the head of Death Jam. Oh, um, Rosenberg? Uh, Rosenberg. No. Is that, I, is that I think it's a Paul Rosenberg, yeah. They had, and they were all, you know, this clique of dudes or whatever. And some of them went to Michigan State. And my buddy was, you know, one of them. He could DJ really good. He was all into music. I mean, heavy into music. Just like, just had that energy where you're like, okay, he's going to be a superstar. Mm. He's going to be a superstar. And he could rap. And we went to Michigan State. And I'm not going to say his name. One boy got into the church. And I started going to the church, too. I went for the wrong reasons because there was a lot of attractive women, but I was mm-hmm. in church. That's right. all, you know, I'm right. praising God. But um, I just started catching little weird things about the church, like you couldn't talk to the pastor. This is a college church, by the way, right? Yeah. So it's not like some mega church, but you couldn't get to the pastor. He was like the president. You'd be like, and he was a little short dude, be surrounded by all these big dudes. My buddy became a uh, usher. So my buddy got threw all his records out, you know, would be praying in no the way. morning, night, at noon, night, just became like, just. Started wearing it on his sleeve. You know when you discover something new, you start. So they wouldn't let him listen to non secular music. None of that shit. He would go on dates with girls, but uh, they, a, a church member had to like uh, be on the date. I mean, I mean we're like we talking about like twenty years old, right? And but he would secretly be having sex with the girls. Crazy hypocritical stuff. So, you know, I stopped going to the church. Uh, you know, and randomly would go on Sundays, and I'd be going out doing my college thing. So one day, one day, have you ever been to a black church? Yeah. All right. So you know, um, 
when they tell you to stand up and whoever committed some sin and do this, that, and the other, you know, raise your hand, come up to the front of the church. That's the most nerve wracking fucking part of the church. Like I'd be listening to the, 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 the service and be like, damn, any minute now they're gonna tell him, he'll tell us to stand up and come up to the, to the altar. And so I'd be, I'd usually dip out before that time happened, like, oh, I got this thing I got to do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so that day, man, I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I was zoned out. The pastor was talking for so long, and I'm like, mm. before I knew it, boom, he hit me with, hit all of us with, all right, this is the end of the church. Stand up. Uh, raise your hand if you committed any sin and come up to the altar. I, I committed mad sin. So, you know, I'm not coming up to the altar. I'm like, shit, you crazy. You got me fucked up. I'm not going there. So I'm like, okay. I close my eyes. People are raising their hands. The pastor is saying, oh, I see that hand. I see that hand. I see another hand in the air. I see another hand. So as he's calling people up to the altar, I'm hearing this sniffling, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And this sniffling is getting closer and closer. And I start to realize it's not sniffling. It's, or it is sniffling, but it's crying. Hmm. Someone's crying and just drawing the snot up back in their nose and whatnot. And the voice is getting, the, the noise is getting closer and closer to me. So I open my left eye and it's my boy. You know, he's an usher and he's crying, snot running down his nose and eyes. And he's like, O'Neal, man, O'Neal. Like loud as fuck in the church. O'Neal, go up there, man. You were just having sex with a girl last <laughs> night. And I'm like, bro, I'm looking like, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> you know, and I was like, this is wild. So I go up there and confess my sins or whatever. I stopped going. But anyway, it was just a crazy cult church. Um, come to find out a couple of years later, everybody was having sex with each other. Yeah. And there. it was that. You know, when you when you kind of put a, a, a lock on yourself and a restraint, then yeah. that there's this explosion of like bad shit yeah. because you're fronting like you don't do bad shit. Yeah, you know. That do you guys did you see that uh, the documentary on the um, Nexium? You know about Nexium? No, nah, was that? Sounds like a pill. That was like a self help. Yeah, it does. Sounds like a sounds like a prescription drug. <laughs> um, the Nexium yeah, they were branding. They were branding women and. T- t- basically turn like starving them turn them into sex slaves and like but the guy the guy's pitch was so good that when you start watching a documentary before it goes bad yeah it's like the guy's like do you want to be the best version of yourself i'm like yeah yeah, yeah i do like everything yeah. he said you're like yeah I, I agree with that you know yeah and you could see how easily you get fucking sucked into that shit yeah, if you're man. susceptible yeah <clears throat> and all of a sudden next thing you know you're just like you're in some shit and you're eating uh saltine crackers and getting fucked in the ass by the usher you know what I'm that's saying? crazy that shit, that shit happened yeah, getting branded. Um, did you have you seen? Uh, speaking of acting, I, I saw. Um, I watched the last Fast and Furious movie. Have you seen the the last nah, one? Man, I can't do it, bro. bro I can't do it. Listen, bro. I just I'll put it on. I I, I took I made it, I made a friend of mine go to see part two, and I was like, listen, back when Fast and Furious came out, it was like part. It was I think it was part two. Yeah, do Fast and Furious. I go listen. If you approach this the right way, you're going to have a lot of fun. You have to go to this theater yeah. and not look at this as a movie, but this is kind of like a, a comedic action experience. Yeah. And the whole and we went there on a Friday night and yeah. the whole fucking crowd was like everyone was in on it. We we're just like cuz you just it was insane, right? And now to this now at this point, I watched this one at home alone and these motherfuckers were in space. They had a, I'm pretty sure they had a Pontiac that flew into space to take out a satellite. They were in space with a car. Like it's gone, it's gotten so crazy. It's like, um, and I don't know, I think that half of the people watching it are, are stupid and just kind of like <laughs> love it. And the other half are in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe everyone's in on the joke, but I, it's I, fucking insane. I mean, it's such a, 
I, I know that it, get, it keeps getting made because it's a built-in franchise, and, and none of the actors are going to say no. I mean, it's an easy yeah, check. No. It's For an some of them, that's so their only it. check. Yeah. That's their livelihood. Yeah, so I totally get it. But maybe I need to go in on it like that. Like, this is an action, comedy, farcical, Benny Hill type. It's a spectacle. You know, I mean. In space with a Pontiac. They're going to fight. They're going to fight. Um it's gonna get into like something supernatural. They're gonna fight an alien, or they're gonna fight dinosaurs. Yeah, something's gonna happen. Something it's, stupid. Yeah, it's yeah, going yeah. too crazy. Yeah, yeah, like Sharknado type shit. Eventually, mm-hmm. or I think it's gonna be a merger at some point. Like, why don't you just take that and Transformers and slap them together? Because movies are only getting bigger and dumber. Yeah, and facts. that's what works, and that's what people want to see. Yeah. Now I'm all for it because when it's done right, like I still watch. Um, I still watched the fucking the Thanos, uh, the Endgame movies. Yeah, yeah, which was I, those are, brilliant. Those, those things are like they're made so well. Like, yeah. I, I can still I can watch them anytime. No Way Home was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched yeah. that shit. I put it on. I watched part one. I, I got to watch part two now. I'm so I'm I'm reinvested. Yeah, the yeah. moments where you're supposed to like, they press your button so perfectly. Like the moment where you're supposed to feel like, you know, you were supposed to emote when they all come out of the portals. Like everyone, you know, it gets yeah, me every time. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm biased because I collect comic books, so. Oh, okay. I fucking love that shit. I watch anime. My daughter, thank you, brother. My daughter clowns me because she's like, man, you're a grown man. What, what are you read, watching anime for? Been that way since I was a kid. So any of that shit that comes out, I'm already sold. Witcher, all that shit. I'm, I'm there. You know? I used to read comic books too. Like I used to read um, the Wolverine. Mm. I had the Wolverine book yeah. when he goes to Japan. Yeah. He's fighting ninja and shit. And then I had the Dark Knight books before like before they started making them yeah. you know as movies and um that stuff was great because they're super dark it was grizzly it wasn't like fucking bang pow whatever it was, yeah i mean it was when, on some shit when all those marvel writers back in like 90s left marvel informed image and mm. gave a savage dragon mm. um fucking uh spawn spawn was a big thing. wildcats yeah, all, I, I, all I, have, I have that one yeah i got that that's one a good yeah. one yeah it's amazing the, right. There's so many graphic novels that are out that are so sick. They're so, so sick, and they're still yeah. remaking it. And they're still. I mean, I just saw the last Batman. That was great, and it was good. Yeah. It was good, and 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 it's crazy because if like, you know, I think once they started making movies out of comic books, the you know, the Hollywood was like, wait a minute, so this thing's already all mapped out, shot for shot, in fucking beautiful, a beautifully illustrated. Uh, yeah, you got a storyboard. Yeah. yeah, you got storyboards. Like if you look at, um, was three hundred a comic book? Yeah, Frank Miller. Right, that was a comic book yep. first because you watch yep. it, and it's like you can just tell it's each each shot is like a page of a comic book, yeah. frozen. You know, bro, history of violence with Viggo Mortensen. That oh, was yeah. a graphic novel. Oh yeah, wow, crazy Some shit, great shit, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we should uh, we should do. We should do a we should do a read. We should read some. We should do some scenes. You want to do some scenes? We should. Why? Why not? All right. I right. mean, you're an actor. I'm. I'm obviously a brilliant actor. Yes, obviously. Obviously, yeah. I'm obviously very. Ta- I, I've actually never acted in my life beyond like i went to a summer camp once and like was in a play that's but enough that's enough that's yeah, all that's i need enough. that's enough yeah we're gonna tap we're gonna tap into uh like i need another thing to do uh, so let me ask you a question before we before we do that are yeah. we gonna tap into something that's uncomfortable for both of us or we're we gonna tap into something that we can we just feel comfortable with no i don't want to do I, i'm not there yet <laughs> let's, i want to do like let's do like you know fast and furious sideways you know have you seen sideways i haven't seen I'm, i know of it but you know i just watched i just watched sideways again yeah. that's a really good that's movie. when they went to um sonoma wine they country, go to right? wine country yeah, 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 it's so yeah, good yeah, yeah, sideways yeah, yeah. is so good but yeah. like i want to do uh accessible easy things that people are going to understand accessible and easy i fuck with that before we well, right. jason will you will you um sideways uh, Fast and Furious franchise, one of those. Yeah. What else? 
Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Um, Pulp Fiction will be dope. Um, what else? Sideways. Pulp Fiction. We got any? You got any? Any ideas? Throw some out. Dark Knight, I fuck with that. Okay. But it has to be a two person interaction, yeah, obviously. I can, I can do that. You just, okay. It's called Sides, is what they call okay. it in the business. Yeah. Yeah, sides. You went to film school also. We're all big film film okay. guys. Well, look at your vintage Taco Bell shirt. I just now noticed that. Where did you get that? At Hot Topic? <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's like a vintage 1970s Taco Bell shirt. Yes. Did you wear that purposely? He did. That's, dope. That's dope, man. That's dope. He likes to coordinate his shirts. That's he wears. Dope. He has this one shirt. He'll probably wear it for you on set. Because, because uh, just so you know, Jason. Side note: Jason's producing uh, uh, three black guys on the couch, which is O'Neill's podcast. And shout uh, out to Jason. Right? Isn't it? Am I wrong? Yeah, or you, did, yeah. you did the pilot. I don't know. I'm just. I'm He's done four episodes already. He's done four episodes. He's done four episodes already. What Jason would like to do is he. See, you got to understand. Once you get to know Jason, Jason. okay. Jason has, he's producing your show, mm-hmm. okay? And he's also, he also is running his own show, which is called The Jason Channel, where it's like all inside jokes, little little quips, little things that we're not always privy to. And he'll kind of prepare a whole a whole other dialogue that's between him and his friends in yeah. his head. And it's running parallel to your show. So what he'll yeah. do is he'll show up to my show in a in a shirt that he knows that I hate with a, it has a piercing on it with a pirate. You'll see it one day. Jason, why, why do I not know about this? He'll wear it, he'll wear it to irritate you. He'll figure out what irritates you, yeah, and he'll start and he'll start wearing. He'll just—it's just part of his process. I'm with that. So let it wash that, over. That, that, that will mean that we're we're officially comrades, right? Right. Yeah. Once I start. Or or he's I, gonna or he's gonna school shoot you. I don't know. Or he's gonna show up in a trench coat one day and just I mean, air you out. Two tone suit on. Yeah. Two tone suit on. That sounds. D- that sounds terrible. Oh, shit. Two tone is two tone. Jesus Christ. Everyone um, gets what's coming. Let's do also, a. Maddie really likes that shirt. Maddie. Maddie's not on the show anymore. I don't know who Maddie is. Maddie's not on the show anymore. No, Maddie left a long time ago. Oh shit! All right. Maddie Shut can't. Maddie can't do the show. Uh, um, it's too. The thing is, it's too powerful and it's too emotional for him. And he got. He got too. Um, he got too. He got too pulled into by the gravitas of this podcast of this show. You got a girlfriend, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that I have a theory. Okay. Mm-hmm. First right. off, before I even tell you my, my about my theory, I'm I'm not always good at being a boyfriend. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a way where I'm like, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like I'm out here fucking around or doing weird yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying little stuff. I'm not always good at, at being present and accountable to another person at all times, right? Okay. Which is kind of kind of the deal. So like today, uh, today she put me in a group chat with like 10 of her friends for her birthday dinner. And I was having a, a, a rough day. I was talking about it earlier, like I gotta like, I gotta like work on, I was having a rough day. I didn't get my sleep. I went to the gym, the gym was trash for me. One yeah. of those days where I was off today. Yeah. I'm like not feeling great. Um, that's why I, was, I had to I had to crush a Celsius before we came on. Um, shout out to Celsius, our new sponsor. Shout out to Celsius. Celsius. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, I'm <laughs> having one of those days. She puts me in a group chat because she's gonna do a dinner with, with like 10 of her friends and uh, and she puts me in the chat, and I look at the chat, and I see the chat starting to go off, and I just leave because I'm like, <clears throat> it's yeah. just assumed that I'm going to be there. I'm the, I'm I'm her man, like I'm going to be there. Yeah. And I need to I don't need to be here for all this. Just tell me where to be. This is your this is your crew. Yeah. I I don't need to do this. Okay. Yeah. And 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 I probably was a little grumpy, but I just bounced, and I didn't think much of it. But it was like 
she took offense because it looks bad on her. That you it, left the group chat. Yeah. Like, I, you know, she makes it and I'm in there for like a minute and I'm, and I'm out. Yeah. And I thought, let me just get out early before this turns into like all day looking at the phone of all these people talking about blah, blah, blah. They're talking about what they yeah. did in college. And, um, and shit like that, I don't always understand the repercussions. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that wasn't a bad thing. No, that wasn't. That's my no. On this, this is the thing. On yeah. the scale, I do little annoying things like that on yeah, the yeah, scale. Yeah. So I think that because I tell her, she's like, I don't like. That. I'm like, listen, we're good. Like, we're not throwing shit at each other. Well, no I mean, one's I, getting. No one's getting beat up. I, I think that we can't be drawn into. And listen, man, I'm gonna probably, I'm gonna probably catch some heat for this shit, but I don't care. Um, I think that we can't be drawn into this whole social media relationship connection like my girl uh, a couple weeks ago was like my love language is sending you memes and i'm like right. what the fuck are you talking oh, about yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean because she, she gets mad at me that i don't respond to memes like right. haha or hearted shit like that and i'm like man i ain't trying to be on my phone like this I'm, I'm trying to wean myself off my phone yeah and she's like you didn't look at what i sent you that's the fact that that is even a fucking thing is crazy to me. Yeah. You know, that I got to be, oh, she sent me this. Oh, I mean, look at, ha ha, that's crazy. Oh, man, I saw that earlier. Whew, why did they do that? But it's all fake. So I'm trying not to do that. But you're like, we're already, we're already here at the place where you know I'm here. We're you don't need to know that place. I'm here. You know, it's kind of like. That's funny because I sent her memes and she don't like memes. Yeah. I'm like, and I'm like, and I asked her, I'm like, did you get that meme? But not in the way that your girlfriend did. I'm like, yeah. did you see it? And she's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, you didn't think that was funny? That's just meme. Like, because yeah. memes keep me alive sometimes. Yeah, like, I mean, I, so they're, they're, some of them are funny. Yeah. I don't hold you accountable to like the structure of our relationship if you don't respond to it. Like getting out of a group chat, man, come on. Yeah. You be, you be, if you do that shit, you jump down a rabbit hole and be going down all day. I'll try not to. I should have said, to that. hey guys. I don't. I don't want to even like explain myself. I just yeah. want to be able to leave. Wouldn't it be gangster if you could just speak your mind? Like, hey, I don't want to be here. Fuck this whole ass shit. I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you at the, the birthday dinner. Love you, baby. I don't want to. You could be- just be honest, man. Why can't we just be honest, man? I mean, I have no. Pro- I, all the people are great. I don't. Yeah. It's just that today is not a day that I want to see my shit going ding because I have. I'm. I'm in a call with my company. Yeah. I'm in a group chat with them. Yeah. I left my other group chats because I just can't handle like because sometimes in those group chats, motherfuckers yeah. are like ping, 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 ping. Like it. Just, it you just. It's crazy. Know, you put it down. It's a hundred missed messages. Yeah. Like I don't have time. I'm on a group chat with man. They gonna be. Uh, hopefully, none of them are watching this. I'm on a group chat. Not with, with Isaac and all of them. Yeah. And man, they will be like, oh, so do, do you see? That, you see that move that position and that shit it'll go on for like one time I watched it go on for a fucking hour They're like going I off. watched it and I was like I was in bed and I'm like these motherfuckers been going back and forth for an hour did you see that <laughs> position oh he passed his guard oh man that was a swell choke oh man did you see it? and I'm just like man don't you got something to do motherfucker does somebody gotta eat or take a shower or pick a piss who's 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 putting the most work in that chat man let me see uh don't, don't, uh, I know it's not James Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James goes. Yeah, sometimes he'll really? go. Some, sometimes, but Rayhan, Rayhan will talk. Um, Amadeo, Amadeo was yeah. going. He'll go. Listen, if you text Amadeo, Amadeo will text you for a fucking whole day. <laughs> <laughs> he messes you for a whole goddamn day. You be like, bro, I, I gotta go, man. I got a life. Um, uh, but yeah, man, I, I try not to subscribe. Sometimes you want to be. I mean, and sh- hey, y'all, if any of y'all watches, don't take me off the group chat, man. I still love y'all. Don't play me like that. But sometimes you want to just be like, this man. This is all just show. Also, if I, I'm, this will get back to my girlfriend, of course, because someone's gonna watch it and tell her like, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. She know. I mean, we're fine. Yeah. I just, I just am constantly like doing shit where I'm like, it makes sense to me at the time. I could have done it in a more graceful way, I guess. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, I'm also significantly older than her, and I just don't. 
I just don't take it. I don't take this stuff that seriously. That's it. That, and that's her world. Think about when answering machines existed, right? We were of age for answering machines. Nobody left a messenger in an answering machine. It was like, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know you standing somewhere around an answering machine. I know you heard this shit. Call me back. But when they do that on your phone, if they text you or leave a message and you don't text them back or call them back in 30 minutes, you get a question mark. Oh. You get another question mark. I know you saw this message. It said delivered or this, that, and the other. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't like to read. I don't like to yeah. read. I don't want to be beholden to anyone's anything. Like I won't. Yeah. I don't even open my DMs for for a period of time. Yeah, yeah, man. Because I don't want to. I don't want to open the shit and then have to respond. Because I don't know. I don't even want to. Yeah. I don't know what to say if I don't know you directly. Like if if it's a DM relationship, sometimes I just don't want to. Yeah. Like it's a fact. All this being said, like it doesn't mean that I don't. I don't like. I like all these people. I'm. It's just me. I'm a fucking. I'm just a grumpy dude sometimes. And like, yeah. I don't want to like, I don't want to do a lot of shit. We all go through that. You, have you ever looked at a DM and, and saw it and like, I'm not responding. I accidentally opened it. You're like, fuck, now nah, I got to respond. Hey, yeah, they up, see man? you. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, see, show. I have a theory too of that, you know, because I'm older than my girlfriend, right? So yeah. I have a theory and I've been practicing this with all my girlfriends. Yeah. Um, you have to be in a relationship with you to do this. But I have a theory that if I can scare Specifically a girlfriend. If you scare a person, this works too. But if I can sneak up on and scare a girlfriend, yeah. if they are truly frightened, I believe that I take a, a small percentage of their life battery, of their essence, and I imbibe it. So like if I if I scare the shit out of my girlfriend, I, I, can, feel, I can feel her life energy coming into me and it's going to extend my life. And I know it sounds creepy and crazy, but like I think it's part of it's part of being in a relationship with me. Like literally, like sneak up behind her and just like, oh, like that type yeah, shit. like underneath, like under a blanket in the closet. Like I will fucking, I'll I'll melt into a wall and just pop the fuck out. Yeah. And if anyone's ever dated me, has been privy to this to this thing. I love doing that shit so much. Yeah. And my my current girlfriend doesn't really like it so much. She she got anxiety, so uh, she's like she doesn't really love it, and I can't stop myself because you feel like you're absorbing some of her energy. Because I need I need her life's energy i so need you're her like a scare vampire <laughs> yeah sense. i'm a fear yeah. vampire yeah, yeah, I, yeah i need to yeah. i need to scare the shit out of you and if you jump you i'm just like good. i can like, feel this yeah. i'm like yeah. Oh, yeah. has he ever done that to you jason yeah, i have scared you yeah it's not as, it's yeah. not as good as when it's a girlfriend though when it's a girlfriend you get more juice now, i scared you once right yeah i didn't know you were here for like 30 minutes or something yeah i love a good i love scaring the shit why don't you just take it to like have you ever thought about and maybe i'm 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 wrong for saying this but have you ever <laughs> Have you ever thought about taking it to the fullest extent? Like, you know. <laughs> like, like kidnapping somebody? Like kidnapping her, kidnapping her or some no, shit like No, that no, no, I can't. The, the, the worst yeah, thing I ever yeah, did yeah. was one day, I think we might have been having an argument or something, and I basically came outside. She was walking the dog by herself, and yeah. I came outside just in my boxers. It was like in the middle of like the winter, yeah. and I just came out from behind a tree. And, <laughs> and she gets so, she was, it made her angry. Yeah. And, see, and the thing is, like, I had to apologize for the anger, but I secretly pulled about 10 PowerPoints from her yeah. when that happened. So, how do you play a woman? Do you do you have an inflection uh, in your voice? You just play uh, no, I'm just, gonna read, I'm just gonna read it. You're gonna read it as like, read it. I'll just okay. read it. I think yours is here. I'll just read it as Maya. Wow, this is crazy. The Joker. We should do, the, we should do this. Right? Let's do that. There's good, so there's Gordon, the Joker, and the Batman in this. So, um, oh, one person should be the Joker. So, I'm sorry. Just started with the part where the Batman comes in. Okay. All right. Okay. Who's the, who's the, see, I don't even. <laughs> who's you be, the you Joker? Be the, you be the Joker, bro. I'm the Joker? You be the fucking Joker, how bro. Do you be, how do you, <laughs> how do you act as a Joker and I mean, not, you, you not have, reference you, the Joker? The, um, I mean, there's so like, many different iterations of the Joker. You just got to be a yeah, like you know, okay. uh, does it feel you know, you know, whatever you whatever you feel, whatever your interpretation 
of okay. dark, sinister, psychotic, sociopathic. Okay. So it starts. Is, it starts here when the what, Joker's what, what, face you wanted, the table, right? Yeah. After um, this, that where, the, where it says the Batman, the Bat Batman. I'll start. You. you it's going to be so hard to not do a version of uh, what's his face. Mark Hamill, Heath Ledger. Oh, because Mark Hamill plays the Joker more than anybody in all the cartoons. That's the ver- that's the version I always Star- think of. Uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's the Joker oh, voice for every single cartoon. cartoon. Well, it's so that's be, what the comes up my head. I think of Heath Ledger, and even this line: "Never start with the head. Victim gets fuzzy. I can't feel the next." It makes me think of how he goes: yeah. "Never start with the head. Victim gets that's, fuzzy." That's probably the last thing you should do, though. Right. I yeah. can't. I'm trying not to do <laughs> that. Everybody's gonna expect. Oh, if we fucking trying to do not do the Joker. I gotta do my twist. Your twist of what, what sinister and crazy is to you. Okay. Can I? Whatever the fuck is fucked up to you. Can I have a moment to get in the Take character? Take that moment. Go ahead. So, uh, What's your process? What do you, how do you get in the character? You I'm just going to read. You're just going to read? I'm, You're I'm ready. just going to read. I'm ready. Are you going to put a voice on? I, I, probably not like the, <laughs> not like the whole, uh, I'm not doing that. I'll just deepen my voice a little bit. You, you should have done Bane. Um, all right. All right. You, you got, got some backups? What do you got in backups? Oh, that's gangster. We got to do that. Maybe we let's let's start with sideways. That's let's an easy one. I don't have to be a character. I can just read. Okay, uh, okay. You want to narrate? I'll narrate. Okay, cool. Jack and Stephanie are gone. From a distant bedroom comes more laughter. It looks like our friends are hitting it off. While Maya goes to turn down the stereo, Miles sits on the couch. Maya's shirt rides up as she crouches, giving Miles a glimpse of the small of her back. She takes a seat opposite Miles on the couch. They look at each other without speaking. Just what is the vibe here? It's kind of weird sitting here with you and Stephanie's house. Most times you came into the restaurant. It's like, it's like you're a real person now, almost. Yeah, I, I know. It's, uh, it's kind of weird. It's out of context. Yeah, weird. But, but great. Yeah, definitely. An awkward science broken by Maya. So what's your novel about? Well, it's um, it's difficult to summarize. It begins as a, a first-person account of a guy taking care of his father after a stroke. So it's kind of based on personal experience, but only loosely. What's the title? Uh, the day after yesterday. Oh, you mean today? Yeah, but it, it, it's more... Um, so it's kind of about death and mortality or yeah yeah but not really it it shifts around a lot like you know you also start to see everything from the point of view of the father and then some stuff happens some parallel narrative or something and then it evolves or or maybe it devolves into a kind of a rob grillet mystery you know but with with no real resolution wow okay anyway i i I think it's amazing you know getting it published really i I know how hard that is, just to write it even. Yeah, thanks. Like like me, I mean, I, I have this stupid paper due on Friday, and, it, and as usual, I'm, I'm freaked out about it. Just like in high school, you know, it, it never changes. Uh, a paper? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on my master's in horticulture. Uh, uh, a paper? <laughs> Wait, hold on, a paper? Yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm working on my master's in horticulture. I'm chipping away at it. Horticulture, it's what, uh, like what Mae West said, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't teach her how to think. That's free, it's improv. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I was like, what the fuck is it? Uh, uh, horticulture. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Horticulture, wow. Horticulture, okay. Horticulture, wow, I, I didn't know there was a college here. 
I, I commute to San Luis Obispo twice a week. Oh, so you want to work for a winery or something someday? Well, listen, I, I have a copy of, of the manuscript in the car. It's not fully proofed, but if you're okay with a few typos. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, who cares? Um, I'm the queen of typos. <laughs> wow, this is really starting to open up. What do you think? Yeah, my palate's kind of shot, but from what I can tell, I dub it pretty damn good. Did I? Can I ask you a personal question? Um, Why are you so into Pinot? Is it? It's like a, a thing with you. I don't know. It, it, it's a hard grape to grow. You know, as you know, it's um, it's thin skin. It's temperamental. It ripens early. It's not a survivor like Cabernet that can grow anywhere and thrive even when the, it sounds like I'm reading this. How am I doing? Am I doing all right? You sound amazing. <laughs> I don't know. Maya, I don't know. It, it's a hard grape to grow. You know, as you know, it's it's thin skinned. Uh, it's temperament, temperamental. It ripens early. It's not a survivor like Cabernet that can grow anywhere and thrive even when neglected. Pinot, Pinot needs constant care and affection. And in fact, can only grow in specific little tucked away corners of the world. And only the most patient and nurturing growers can do it. Really, can really tap into Pinot's most fragile, delicate qualities. Only when someone has taken, excuse me. Only when someone has taken the time to truly understand its potential can Pinot be coaxed into its fullest expression. And when that happens, Maya, its favors are the most haunting and brilliant and subtle and thrilling and ancient on the planet. I mean, Cabernets can be powerful and exalting. But that, that's my, seem... you're stepping on my line, number one. Sorry. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I just wanted to say Cabernets so fucking bad. I mean, Cabernets can be powerful and exalting, but they seem prosaic uh, to me for some reason by comparison. Well, how about you? What about me? I don't know. My, my, why are you into wine? I, I suppose I, I got really into wine originally through my, my ex-husband. Uh, he had a big kind of uh, show-off seller. Uh, but then I found out that I have a really sharp palate, and the more I drank, the more I liked what it made me think about. Yeah, like what? Like what a fraud he was. <laughs> no, no. But I, I do like to think about the life of wine, um, how it's a, a living thing. I like to think about what was going on the year the grapes were growing. How the sun was shining that summer, or if it rained, um, what the weather was like. I like to think about all those people who tended and picked the grapes, and if it's an old wine, how many of them must be dead by now. I love how wine continues to evolve. How every time I open up a bottle, it's gonna taste different than if I had opened it on a day and some other every some other day. Because a bottle of wine is actually alive. It's constantly evolving and gaining complexity. That is until, you know, it peaks like you're uh, 61 and begins its steadily inevitable decline. And it just tastes so fucking good. 
good. He's got chops, this guy. Scene. And and scene. What did we learn today? What did we learn today? I that um don't step on your fellow actors' don't lines. Step, don't step on my lines, bro. Saying, it's my Cabernet. I want to say Cabernet. You want to say I want to say Cabernet so fucking bad. Yeah, acting. You know, I think that acting is. Um, all actors are gay. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. This is kind of like the deal. A hundred percent. Like you, you have to, because like in 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 getting swept up in the moment of acting, I want to reach out and touch your hand. As yeah, Maya. yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can't touch. I can't touch O'Neill's hand because. I'm, I'm not, we don't touch each other like that. Yeah, and we got girlfriends and they and probably be like, yo, I didn't know. But yeah. then we'd explain to them that. We're acting. We're acting, actors are gay. Because you're making out on camera. Yeah, you should but know that actors. shit already. Yeah. But I think, I think it's like, I think as an actor, I think part of being in theater is like the willingness. I think as an actor, you have to have the willingness to do anything for a character. Facts. Right? Facts. So if like, if your character dictates that you're going to have sex with a man, then you do that. And like the great, that's sometimes one of the greatest thresholds actors cross. 100%. Male actors, right? Yeah, yeah. When they play a role of a homosexual person, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, right? I had to, I had to do that for this um, anthology series that got really popular. And I remember I went to my acting coach, and I was like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm, I was younger at the time, so you know, I'm from the hood. I'm from Detroit. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, hey, uh, so you know, I got this Plus job. Plus Jamaican. You know? Plus I'm Jamaican. Yeah. And Jamaicans are mad homophobic, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yo, you know, I got, I got to do this thing. You know what I'm saying? It's my first like job or whatever. And he was like, who are you to think that you're above the work? Right. It, it's about the work. You're making it about sexuality. You know, it's the, it's the work. Right. So I did it. Yeah. So I do it, and I think nothing of it because it was small at the time, but it, it got really popular. So I started getting like messages on Facebook from you know a different community from the, the, the um, LGBTQ community to, to like fly out places and speak this place and do this. And apparently over in Europe, there's like billboards of me all, all over the place. They put a billboard of me up on La Brea. What? I'm talking about right up on La Brea, that theater. And it was me with my shirt off like this, my hands on my hips. <laughs> Get Bruh. the fuck out of here, bro. I'm not bullshitting. And um, wait, it was a, it was a, it was a, a play. It or? was a, it was a, it was an anthology series called the DL Chronicles. And okay. my my and my um I'm probably putting myself out here with this shit. No, it, 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 the character was called Boo, okay. and he's like this. It, it just just discusses homosexuality in the black community and how right. you know we act like it's not there and we try to cover it up. And there's a lot of thug dudes that are really homosexual, download, but they, they're yeah. afraid to, the down low guys who are afraid to come out of the closet. So yeah. my character was like this big dude who was locked up, just got out of prison. He's really on the down low and whatnot. When I shot this, I you know it was my first gig. I was geeked to just shoot something. But I had to like simulate sex scenes with men and whatnot. And I was like, man, I can't do that from the motherfucking hood. I can't do it. You know, this was years ago. So, you know, the the work wasn't the first thing on my mind. It was how I was going to be viewed. Yes. So I do it. I think nothing of it. Boom, this billboard pops up. And this fucking billboard was up for fucking ever. I, m- I remember being in California Chicken on Melrose and the workers be like, yeah, I'll be being in Wells Fargo and do runs be like, boo, I, lo- I love you so much. I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? And so- um, you know, I would get these messages all the time when I was on Facebook about coming to speak places. And and I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck to say because I'm young. I was like, I don't know what to say. I just, this is the thing that I did. Yeah, interestingly enough, played, not, I'm not representing that. Exactly. You know. My father um, contacted my mom was like, you see, you see O'Neal on, on TV? I'm the Batman, you know, because it's Jamaican. I'm the Batman. Oh, God, what we do around here? O'Neal, you know, Jesus have mercy, you know. And I'm like, yo, it's acting. You know, they, Figured I went out to Hollywood and just got turned out in some way. Right, right. It was very eye opening for me. You know what I'm saying it's crazy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I mean that's that's par for the course. Par for the course, right? man. 
All right, so now we're going to do... Where we at? Where it's at? so hard to not... To play a film that I've seen a million times, like all these movies, Yeah. and to not... I'm try, I was trying to do a version of Woody Allen in my read, Yeah. but I ended up just kind of doing a weird, fucked up version of Paul Giamatti, and it's going to be so hard to not be Keith Ledger. Yeah, you got to get him out of your head, how right? Do I, how do yeah. I get him out of my head? My, so, I, I just think that you, you have to bring what your interpretation of that character okay. is, not Heath I'm gonna Ledger's go, I'm interpretation. Gonna, I'm going to fucking go for this one. I'm going to fucking right. just... Hold on, let me get Woosa, ready? Yeah. <laughs> fuck, man. What the fuck is you laughing for? I just do it. I just do it. That might be your, but bro, that might be your interpretation of the Joker. He's a cackling, right. psychopathic. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you might, you know. Maybe, oh, I need to use that. You need to I use need, that. Because I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. It's hard for me to commit to doing Okay, I'm going to do this. Here we go. All right. You ready? Let's All do right. it, man. Okay. You ready? Yep. Oh, yeah, you got to do it again. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, let me think. Right, so let's, have a, let's <laughs> have a pep talk. Let's have an acting pep talk. Yeah, walk me through this. The, the Joker is that. a sociopathic, right. psychopathic, um, narcissistic, insane, unreasonable, um, chaos loving demon right he just loves chaos for the fuck of it right. that's that's just what he represents so whatever your interpretation of pure chaos is heath ledger's rep uh, representation was this mark hamill representation is that you know um jared leto's representation was more cool and calm and like the pimp what is your representation of a chaos loving demon who just wants to see the world burn what is that i'm like a motherfucking acting teacher Hmm. What you do tells me who you are. That's what, that's what. All right, let's have you bang the table. Okay, ready? Yep. Never start with the head because the victim gets fuzzy. Now I'm doing Giamatti. <laughs> no, I mean, bro. All right. Yeah, you go. All right. I mean, everything's funny and crazy to you, though. Remember, you're cynical and sarcastic, too. Right, 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 right. 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 Okay, right. one more time. One ready? Time. One more time. Yeah, yeah. All right, ready? All right, all right. All right. Hold on, stop laughing. You're making me laugh. Come on. Okay, ready? I never start with the head. The victim gets fuzzy. It's fucking. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't know I, how to I, do I, this. It was terrible. It's so hard to do this. Maybe you should start laughing. Maybe you should start like laughing uncontrollably, and then when you in that crazy <laughs> laugh, then then go into it. Yeah, 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 I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm trying to do it seriously, but I can't. I don't have the. He's a joker. He's a joker. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do a comedic. Over the top version of this. Go right ahead. Go right, go right go okay. ahead. Go right ahead. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> okay. Ready? <laughs> Never start with the head. It makes the victim fuzzy. You can't feel the next. Uh... You see? You wanted me here. Here I am. I just wanted to see what you would do, and you didn't disappoint. <laughs> You let five people die. You let five people die. You, you let five people die. And then you let dead take your place. And even to a guy like me, that is cold. Where's dead? Where's yeah, dead? There are some, these mob fools want you gone so they can get back to the way things were. But I know the truth. There's no going back. You've changed things forever. Then why do you want to kill me? 
Ah, 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 kill you? I don't want to kill you. Ah, what would I do without you? Go back to ripping off mob dealers? No. You, you complete me. You're garbage who kills for money. Oh, don't talk like one of them. You're cool. You're, don't, uh, don't talk like one of them. You're not, even if you'd like to be. To them, you're a freak like me. They just need you right now. But as soon as they don't, they'll cast you out like a leper. Their morals, their code, it's a bad joke. <laughs> Dropped at the first sign of trouble. They're only as good as the world allows them to be. You'll, you'll see, I'll show you. When the chips are down, these civilized people, they'll fucking eat each other. You see, I'm not a monster, Batman. I'm ahead of the curve. Where's Den? You have these rules, and you think they'll save you. I have one rule. That's the one you'll have to break to know the truth. Which is? The only sensible way to live in this world is without rules. It's like Seal said, you're never gonna survive unless you go a little crazy. Tonight, you're gonna break your one rule. I'm considering it. Well, there are just minutes left, so you have to play my little game if you want to save one of them. Them? You know, for a while I thought you really were dense. You know, the way you threw yourself after her. Look at you go. Does Harvey know about you and his... Where are they? Killing is making a choice. Where are they? You choose one life over the other. Your friend, the district attorney, or his blushing bride-to-be. You have nothing, nothing to threaten me with, nothing to do with all your strength. Don't worry, I'm gonna tell you where they are. Both of them, and that's the point. You'll have to choose. He's at 2050, 52nd Boulevard, and she's on Avenue X at Cicero. See, let's see. It was good, that was great. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, the secret, dude. I don't know. It's wild. It's hard. Actually, it's hard, man. It's hard, dude. Especially like when you gotta just like, yeah. Especially when it's a character. I mean that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I would assume that that character is easy to do because it's over the top. But yeah, yeah, it's a hard. Character. Pull that off. What's this one? This is a uh, Fast and Furious. Oh right? shit! This, <laughs> this is all Brian and Mia. Oh yeah. shit! You want me to be Mia this time? Oh uh, no, I don't be, care. I'll be Mia. I don't care. You be Mia. Yeah. I mean, this is just terrible. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so we're chilling, mariachis in the background. Mia's absolutely radiant in a sexy little dress. She looks salt from her margarita. How's my painting coming? Uh, well, I haven't started yet. The picture I took, it's, it's your expression. When I paint someone's face, I'm really painting their feelings. You looked so content sitting there, I thought I'd just get a good picture. But there was such anger in your eyes. What are you so angry about? Come on, it's just a bad picture. Miss Arizona? No, I was Mr. Arizona. 
Okay, you got me. Uh, I have a lot of family back there, Mr. No, no, I don't. I have an uncle who uh, watches out for me. My daddy passed on. I know. Dominic told me. What happened? A beat, and he looks into her gentle brown eyes. Some evil scumbag snuck up from behind and shot him in the head for a goddamn wallet. He'd have stepped up to my pops like a man, the outcome would have been different. He was such a good guy. If I get the punk who did it, I'll kill him. How's your mom taking it? Bad. They were super close. Still in love after like 30 years. I guess she couldn't live without him. She got sick and next thing you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at her funeral. That's so sad. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be taking you there. It's fine, it's, it's part of who I am. Is that why you're so angry? Amazing how folks leave their mark, huh? My dad wasn't there when he was there. Dominic worships him. I know he showed you the shrine. The only thing that made my dad happy was building and racing cars. Chased my mom off. She hid in New York or Jersey. Not your witch. I, um, I kind of wish she'd taken us with. I kind of wish... You know, dad can be scary. I, I, I get it. Future looked bright for a while. We took it some, some strays and made our own family. Dominic got his operator's license and drove big rigs and uh, I was in art college. Speeding tickets and student loans kill those dreams. Why doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't Dominic... Uh... Hold on, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm really gonna go for this. Why doesn't Dominic race professionally? He got into a fight and they banned him from, from the tracks. Three points, two V6 with hot cam, sleeve imported. Uh, Tanabe exhaust, G-force chip, airflow intake, ball bearing turbo. Dominic hooked you up. I hooked me up, Ryan. I got grease in my blood, remember? Wanna talk car? I can get from I can get that from anybody. I want more. Get in. I'm driving. Let's go.